people of Earth. Boogity, boogity, boogity. Let's go racing. Hey, now. Hey, now. That was uh, what I was going to start the show with Sunday. That's Daryl Waltrip, former NASCAR driver, current commentator for whoever the fuck. Very smart guy, too, by the way. Daryl Waltrip? Yeah. Very bright guy. Now, was, Don has, Imus used to have him on. Oh, no shit. Are you sure it wasn't Michael that he had on? No. Daryl is the older fella. Okay. See, now, I was going to ask, do you follow motorsports? I know you don't do sports no. and shit, but you're a motorist, motor enthusiast no. or something. You know, as much as I try to get excited about people going fast in a circle, it... They're it's turning painful. left for like four hours. Painful. So anyway, Daryl Waltrip used to be on Imus. Daryl Waltrip, I remember when Daryl Waltrip was on Imus. It was days after. Um, it was days after. This is how old I am. After uh, the guy that died, number three. Dale Earnhardt. Dale was, Earnhardt. Twenty years ago. I mean, twenty years ago, he won. Yep. Yep. When he died. Yep. And everybody thought, because I, I actually saw the, I don't know if I was watching the race, but I certainly, they had enough clips on the TV of, of the uh, crash, and it didn't look like it was that bad. It looked like he just kind of went up and hit the wall a little bit and skidded along. Well, he and, hit it head on. And Daryl Waltrip did a did an amazing job at explaining how it didn't look that bad, but why it was so bad, and was crying at the end of it. So not only was he, and he was, you know, he was serious about it. He doesn't, he's, he likes this stuff, but he's a very intelligent guy. Did he, I'm sure he, because of the impassioned explanation that caught your uh, fancy, you know, there's some people who are saying that, and the race people, race fans, who said he had a fucking heart attack. And then he slammed into the wall. But coroners know if you died of a heart attack or of a fucking severed spine or whatever, yeah, fractured skull. I didn't hear that, and I've and he his neck was broken. Yeah, right. So, but they can tell if it's broken before or after your heart I'm stops. Pretty sure. Yeah, yeah, they're smart like that. So I think and he wasn't very for, old. I think he was, was forty nine. He was my age. Yeah, he, and was, he looked old. <laughs> he was. Uh, well, no, he was a young guy still. He was he was old for a racer, I guess. Well, he was old for a racer, and he was probably going to retire that year. But whatever, you know. I mean, living live by the sword, die by the sword. I guess it's terrible. There's been a lot of car racers over the year who've died in there, fucking doing what they love, man. Well, I got onto this Formula One documentary kick, and this was recent. Um. Last week there was a 1974, um, and it was kind. Of, it, it was a documentary, and it was re redone. It was redigitized, and you know, in high definition. It's called like the the fast and the quick, or the the quick and the dead, or right. something. But it wasn't that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. In the very first, the very first, the opening scene has a guy. There was a car over to the left. Of the TV, in which there was a car on fire, and one of the one of the uh, marshals was running across the track, got hit by the car, oh. and it cut him in half. Come on! And he was spinning in the air, 
his his upper and lower half were were Going still hooked together with oh, a, like no. a string of uh, of stuff. connectivity or whatever. Uh, uh, uh. You know, his throat probably or it was awful. Fucking vile. And uh, and it showed how dangerous that sport was. And uh, but it's got it's gotten so much safer. But I mean, you know, you're going. 230 miles an hour. Well, Formula One definitely goes that fast. The fastest they get in NASCAR is 2-0-something. I think the thing about Formula One is that they... the tra- There's no oval tracks that I know of. No, it's, it's, a, it's, a it's a city racing for the most part. It's a left and right type oh, yeah. deal. Yeah, no, I mean, they do... A lot of them are half track, half city street, but the tracks are all fucking weaving and shit. You know what I mean? It's not... Yeah, they go on, like, the Nürburgring, which is in Germany, which is a 14-mile track. Wow, really? Yeah. That's a long... See, I used to watch a lot of Formula One, but I didn't pay attention like that. <laughs> so the Nürburgring, it's such a difficult track to drive because... It can literally be sunny in one spot on the track and be raining oh. on another part. Oh, I'm sure. It's, yeah, it's in the forest somewhere in Germany, right? Right. And it's made up of several different surfaces. So there's surfaces that are extra dry, and there's surfaces that just hold water and always wet. Yeah, right, right, right. And then there are surfaces that are covered, you know, there's no sun hitting them because they're in the woods. And there's also... It's crazy. Most of the track is... Uh, not having fucking spectators on it. That's yeah, nor, nor safety people. You can be on fire for minutes before oh, yeah. anybody gets to you. So you can just be burning up a lot. Well, you see that a lot in them rallies, too. Like the rallies across the desert and half yeah. desert, half. Although, you know. People be getting fucking slammed into. <laughs> you know what I that mean? That just looks plain insane. Yeah. Because they go on 150 miles an hour and there's trees on both sides. Oh, yeah. And the spectators are fucking crazy too. They're out of their I wouldn't. Tits. I wouldn't be anywhere near that thing. That guy. I mean, you could kill eighty people. Oh in, yeah, in a second. Fucking yeah. I mean, even you know, once in. A, I mean, they got. The, you know the fucking. Why it, would you hang out on a corner? You know, I could see maybe a straightaway taking your chances. Yeah. But you're hanging out on a corner, making sure you're putting your life on. On the line to make sure this guy takes a hey, fucking tires right. used to fucking bounce up into the stands in NASCAR and IndyCar races, but you know now they got fucking huge fucking fences. That's never yeah. going to happen again. Well, it'll it'll still happen. There'll be a know. motor flying up into the fans. Yeah, look, they got they kind of angle fucking almost like they're less than forty five degree angle you with know huge I mean? cables on yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'd be real tough for something to get up there, you know. Well, they're trying not to kill them. Even though it's probably not a bad idea that some of these people, uh, some of these NASCAR fans, go the way of the uh, way of the dinosaur. So anyway, that was Sunday, and a fellow named Austin Dillon won the Daytona 500, America's fucking race, and he happens to be the grandson of fucking uh, Richard Childress, who has been involved. He was involved with Earnhardt and all that. He's been around for years and years and years. Won a shit ton of them. His grandson, who he drives, the grandson drives for the grandfather's team, and he won. So it's kind of anyone in the car number three. They had retired three for a long time, and Childress brought it back. I believe. Oh, this, this was, was the first uh, year. 
They got they got the three back on the track. The three won twenty years after it won the first time. Which Dale Earnhardt won a lot of races at fucking Daytona, but he only won one five hundred. I'm surprised that they and brought he, that number back. He was like, they brought well. I bet there's I bet there's controversy over that. There was, but it's it's all good. It's all good. There's not going to be any death threats over it. You know what I mean? No, no. It's all it's a, it's family. It's all family. And by the way, there's only so many fucking cars numbers you can put on a car without looking ridiculous. Let's. Pretty soon, the, all the Boston Celtics are going to be wearing like three-digit numbers. Fucking <laughs> oh, for retiring all I'm the numbers. I'm just saying these, yeah. this this jersey retiring stuff is. I mean, it's nice. Why don't you just retire? I don't know. It doesn't mean the fact that when the, the fact guy, that everyone's got a number anyway is silly. So, although this doesn't work too well in Earnhardt's case, but you know, when you die, I guess maybe you retire the number a little longer, like he did on the racetrack. But a, you know, a basketball star, when maybe the when the basketball guy dies, maybe you can retire his number. You have fifteen years, or you die. Well, Something I'm saying, like oh that. yeah, well, no, 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 retire it till they die, and when they die. Someone else can wear it. Right. Yeah, that's what you're saying. Right. I like that idea. Well, in that way, you know, you're showing respect for the guy that played. And and then when he's dead, well, he's not going to really care. Right. Especially if he's a, a fucking atheist like you. No, I'm not an atheist, Joe. I'm an agnostic. I put zero effort into not believing in God. That's right. And I'm not trying to convince Yeah, you're him. not one of those pricks trying to convince I actually am uh, pretty... I will fucking argue and I'll fight for someone for their f- religious freedom. I want people to have religious freedom. Well, that's why we're here. And that's how our country got founded. My choice of my religiosity is religious freedom. I want to be free to not have a religion. Yes. And I as fucking am a champion of the Jewish people. I'm a champion of the Catholic Church, even though the whole kid diddling thing sucks, but I'm still fascinated by it. I'm still fascinated by it. the Pope. Individually, I'm not very the fascinated Pope, by the Catholic Church. <laughs> yeah. However, I'm a, I'm a, I devour, I devour everything about it. Well, it's an interesting institution, right? That's what I'm saying. Can the priests of the Church of England get married? Yeah. And yeah. they're not. There's no diddle, kid diddling going on at the Church of England, is there? Probably not, because there's guys with. This actual family men. I think it's just that it's because of the not getting married thing. You just attracting diddlers. Well, yeah. Right? And it's a safe haven. Yeah, you can diddle. And they probably. You can diddle into obscurity. They probably love Jesus, too. The diddlers? Yeah, I mean, after all. Well, and all you got to do is a few Hail Marys and you're forgiven. So I was. Uh, like I was saying, I was supposed to come over here Sunday, but around noon when I texted you that it was uh, in observance of National Don't Leave Home Day, I was going to do just that. Now, was it really a not, Don't Leave Home Day, or did you just no, make that I up? Just, I just made that up. You know what I mean? Yes. I just wasn't leaving. So right after I fired no, you, that's okay. I fired that message off, and I went directly to bed <laughs> until the beginning of the race. And then I listened or watched every lap while I fucking folded laundry and did housework. It was Believe me, wonderful. this body does a lot of laying down. Yeah. 
So oh, yeah. I got no uh I got no compliance with that. No, I just uh Did you happen to notice I needed a day to not leave my fucking house. Our podcast numbers have just fell off. Yeah. It's because we haven't been you're right. You have to you have to keep pumping shows out. So you we think that's get, it? That is it. We've been it lax. Was, it was weird, but it's weirdly I mean, it's not. We just got to pump. It's nothing to worry we about. We just got to start pumping more shows out. Because so. it's February, and I don't know. Maybe people are on vacation, or maybe we but have. We had a we had a good January compared to December, and our February is looking pretty bad. Usually, I'm good about if I if we have downtime about putting some clips up, and I didn't. I just didn't do it. This I had a I had a nice weekend. You know, it what could I mean? be all about. Making sure that we get these shows up, I guess, and doing them. And well, that's all. Well, you got to do them first. You got to do them. I canceled last Thursday, so yeah, it is what it is. You know what I mean? It is. I'm not worried about. It. I actually didn't even look, so I'm not convinced those are all real numbers anyway. Either way, well, so. I'll tell you, I don't get all fired up about it either, because there's nothing you can really do. No, if it's a year and a half, and you know, two years, to, two years. Well, no, I'm two I'm years. Gonna say. You know, if we look at it a year and a half, we might have to make some changes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what, bring in a big-breasted newswoman? Yes. That would be fun. <laughs> Just tits galore on the mic, on the third mic. Oh, no, well, that's when we start taping Slap it. them titties. We start video recording it and fucking simulcasting on YouTube or whatever the fuck. Hey, there's a girl. Streaming, streaming on the fucking uh, the website. How's that going? Oh, I haven't worked at all on that. Yeah, it is nothing. It is. Since I since I created, I've done nothing. You'll get there. But I have been. I'm not doing it, busy. by the way. Doing what? The website. No, no, I, I'm I'm not. I'm going to do it. I know. I know. <laughs> Although, I think I can steal it off of the uh, SoundCloud thing. Did you ever send me the clip art? Yeah, you did several times. Okay. Uh, then I've got it. Somewhere. You got it. You'll find it. Hey, there's a woman that is accusing Trump of kissing her for two minutes in Trump Tower. Straight? Two, two minutes. minutes straight. That's a long kiss. Yeah, I mean, that's a... That's like making out. Well, this is what it... Um, now, I'm reading his tweet, by the way. Just so this is where the information is coming from. But... You wouldn't think somebody would say that he kissed me for two minutes. It's weird. Hey, did you see the 60 Minutes thing with Oprah Winfrey? Nope. Heard about it. Didn't see it. Probably should have watched it. It wasn't that interesting. No. But it was interesting that all these people got together after the first show and stayed stayed in contact with one another and discussed things in a rational manner. And then... They impressed the CBS people enough so that they brought them back on to talk to them again. Wow. And, of course, the people that... was I forget what the topic was, but there was one woman who was just, you know, totally anti... who demanded that everybody denounce something that Trump had said. And it wasn't really that bad. Right. You know, it wasn't, wasn't one of his... <coughs> wasn't one of his worst ones, you know? And uh, people were like, listen, you know, just because you want it denounced, I mean, we can say that we don't think that's 
you know, the right thing, right way to go. But Jesus, you know, and I, that's part of the problem I think we have in this country where you've got people that are just so crazed at anything. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like these people who are fucking just, uh, who fucking are blaming every fucking, Ill, you know how you and I like to blame everything on on global warming? Well, climate change. It's fucking, climate change is here to stay, yeah. baby. Well, there's people who want to blame everything on the NRA as well. You know what I mean? These poor bastards just want to have their convention in Dallas, and Dallas's mayor told them today, no, you're not having it here. There was a bunch of protests. I actually heard tape of a woman. Someone asked her, some reporter asked her. She was demonstrating. So what do you what do you want from the NRA? And she said, I want them to disband. And I want them to all give their guns to law enforcement. And they cannot have guns. And there should be no NRA. Now who's they? No one can have guns except that's what, the police. That's what these people want. That's what these people want, the fucking anti-gun nuts. That's what they want. Well, that's what I was afraid Obama was going to do. I'm pretty sure he got in, and that's one of the things that the powers that be said, you know what, America will always have guns, Barack, relax. Yeah, but Obama, I don't think Obama wanted to take all the guns away. I'll tell you that fucking the congressional leadership while he was fucking president wanted to. Well, like the uh, the yeah. Pelosi's and yeah, the Firesteins and all them fucking idiots. The problem with the guns that makes it different than many other things is that the guns, it's pretty well established that the guns are a constitutional right. Yeah. And now, they're not letting anybody own a fucking bazooka. But <laughs> no, but own. I bet you there's some guys with one. <laughs> so they have the Supreme Court has kind of taken this with with some rationale, yeah. meaning, you know, back in the day when they wrote this, of course, they had muskets and pistols that were also, you know, it was a flintlock pistol with a with a non rifled barrel. I believe but they that's were state all of they the had. Art, but they were state of the art. So they had yeah. rifles and pistols, yeah. and today you're allowed to own rifles and pistols. Yeah. Now, they've come a long way, and, of course, they didn't have, you know, they didn't have uh, 40 fucking shot magazines. But then again, when the Constitution was written, uh, a black man was worth uh, three-fifths three fifths of a white man. Well, so, c- census-wise, getting federal, federal funds-wise, yeah. there were nothing at the polls, was, by the way. There was a lot <laughs> of things that were bad. Yeah back then that uh, that have changed but those those things were changed by amendment so these if these people are serious about getting rid of the guns it's got to be done by amendment and i don't think you're going to find It'll the support it'll never happen no i don't think it is either because you know something you got to think about it even if you're a, you're sitting there and you're listening to this and and you're just thinking how wrong this is do you really trust the government enough to hand have everybody hand over any defense they that they have. They don't have that type of manpower to enforce that anyway. This is a big-ass place we live in. They cannot Oh, no, if they made the guns illegal, they could get the guns. Well, they would have to mobilize a lot of dudes who don't have jobs yet. They're not going to do it immediately. If they wanted to, they could mobilize. They could get the guns. They, because you know what? All the law-abiding people, as much as they would hate it, would, would probably turn their guns over. 
Well, by definition, you right. make it. You make it. Uh, you know, some sort of penalty. Like we find a gun on you, and it's three years in the fucking tank. In and the clink. Yeah. You're no gonna have questions. all the law-abiding people, and then they're gonna go in and they'll get all the guns. You know, within ten years, there'll be no more guns yeah, on the street. It'll never happen. But it's not gonna happen. Do you really want to? You want to have no defense against the this. These crazy militarized cops kicking your door down. Yeah. And I don't own a gun. Yeah. But me neither. I used to. But I don't anymore. But you know, it's it's I like the idea that I could go get one if I wanted one. Yeah. Like say there was a fucking nut that you know, was just not not coming on my property or just but you know, doing enough things to make you nervous. It would be nice to be able to go and fucking get a rifle. And know if the fucker broke into your house, you could shoot him. Right. So, I don't know. Yeah, there's no... Listen, if the fucking gun is registered and everything's copacetic, someone breaks into their house and you shoot them, you're covered. So, you're fucking covered. Bill and I were having a philosophical discussion this afternoon. Hold on. You're, t- you're obviously talking about Bill Churchill and not Wild Bill. No, oh, Wild Bill and I. You and Wild Bill had a fucking heavy, deep, and real. We did. We All were right. talking about this shooter down in Florida. Oh, see, the kid. Yeah, my wife was talking about this. So, I said to him, "Bill thinks that he should be immediately killed," and I said, "Look, I mean, we need to find out." I, I'm glad they got this kid alive because. You know, maybe we can find out what the fuck's going on in these kids' heads. Yeah. And he's like, nope, there's going to be another one, and we're never going to find out. And Bill came up with a, an interesting idea, which, which isn't bad. Every prison should be built around a volcano so that you have the choice at any time to jump into the lava. If you don't like being in prison. Right. I mean... It's and I viable. said that's pretty, that's pretty fucking ingenious. It's not enough fucking volcanoes, though. Oh, they just well, have he to was talking some. about a really big prison. I was gonna say really many, many stories high. Yeah, a big prison where you can like you UMass know, Library tall. Yeah, and you can wander over to the pit of lava and jump in any time. Yeah, and kill yourself. <laughs> and then I, then he said maybe this kid should be thrown into the pit of live lava. I don't know. I don't. Have you read anything about the kid? I was just about to say, I have to admit, I know nothing about the story. These stories do not attract my attention at all. And it's because now, do you it's, think it's so far away. Do you think it's worthwhile? Yeah, I, I did another thing with Bill. We were talking about it. And I think our very first show was right around the uh, the time when the 54 people in Vegas. Vegas, yeah. Was it 54? Something, 56, 54. And I I made the statement that I, you know, I feel bad for anybody that lost somebody, and I don't really care. I don't know anybody. That's how I feel. That got killed. I mean, it's an awful thing. Um, It's just another, it's another local, I guess it's got to be on national news, but CNN will be running this fucking thing for the next month. Unless a plane crashes, and then we'll we'll have that for the next I don't know, three months. Isn't there, I think they've already chilled out on the news about the fucking thing. Frankly, unfortunately, and I will say, well, seventeen's not that many that now. I was going to say it's just becoming commonplace. Unfortunately, but 
But you know something? It's most still of the shoot, most of the shooters are registered Democrats, so that's fine. It's <laughs> still not that common, as I as well, I yeah, said. It's fucking way less common than plane crashes. You have a you are more you are four and a half times more likely to die in a plane crash than you are to be shot by a by a right one of these fucking shooters. And you're what? A hundred times more likely to die in a car crash, probably than a, more than a plane crash. I'm talking, not the school yeah, shooting. Yeah, I mean, there's <laughs> there's forty thousand people a year in the United States that die in automobile accidents, yeah. and I don't know how many die. In a, I think there's years where nobody dies. Yeah, there are years crash. where nobody dies. Well, maybe, maybe. Big commercial jet. There's it ain't always no four hundred people in one of those fucking two seaters. You know what? Fly into I the bet woods. You there are four hundred of those assholes in them little planes. <laughs> yeah, probably not. It's not one four hundred at once, but it's four hundred idiots one at a time. You know what I mean? Which four hundred fucking? Uh, what did John Denver fucking fly? Experimental. <laughs> four hundred experimental. Yeah. Fucking aircraft. You know, deaths. it's just. It's really a bad idea. Look, and I love making shit. Yeah. I'm and, about making it. And, but I don't want to make anything. Like, I, I'm thinking I've got a bunch of engines kicking around, and I'm thinking about making some sort of, like, vehicle that goes down the road and uses, uh, you know, uses some batteries and a generator or some fucking thing. Right. But I'm not going to, I'm not going to fucking ram, ramshackle together some thing that, that might or might not fly. Right. I mean, that's fucking insanity. Because you just, you know, when the thing that you're riding down the road dies, you just pull over to the side of the road. Right. You've only got two dimensions. Right. The third dimension, the falling part, where your engine shuts off and you just fall to the ground fucking dead. Yeah, people aren't meant to just fucking hurl into the earth. No. (laughs) You know what I mean? No, nobody usually lives through one of those things. At the... I was going to say at the speed of gravity, but I think that's the wrong thing. Gra- Does gravity have a speed? You're a, you're a fucking physics and math guy. Am gravity I- has an acceleration. Right. You okay. continue to accelerate. However, in air, there is a terminal velocity, apparently, that's somewhere around 125 miles an hour. That it won't get any quicker, you mean, no matter how high you drop from? Yeah. However, I don't know if that's, you know, if you're doing like, like you want to die, and you streamline yourself, yeah, so that you you're falling like a fucking swan dive, right? As opposed to just screaming and falling. <laughs> I don't. Maybe you can go a little bit faster, right? But it's uh, so if basically if you whatever, who knows what the height is? You probably do, but if you if you jump up like the poor bastards who jumped out of the World Trade Center, they're hitting the ground. As fast as someone who jumped out of a plane at 10,000 feet and their their chute didn't open. They're they're probably going as fast. 400 or 4,000 feet. It's 9.8 meters per second squared is the acceleration of gravity on the Earth. On the Earth, right. So you go one second, and it's 9.8, and then you go... Two seconds, and it's 9.8 squared. 
I, I, you already lost me, man. That's why I asked you. I, I don't know. I don't think that's. Maybe you add. And I'm pretty good at math, and I'm not even trying. I'm gonna to have figure to look at this again because I believe that's the formula, but I ain't figuring it out. I know it's fucking. Stumped. I know it's per second, and I don't know if it's nine point eight, but I know it's per second squared, and that denotes acceleration as opposed to straight line speed. Right. Because you know, for every second that goes by, you're going faster. Right. And so that's the deal. Hey, speaking of which, we were talking about airplanes. Have you seen uh, Chris Rock's new special? No, I haven't. Well, I watched that, and he had a he had a a pretty good analysis, a pretty good uh, thing in the beginning of the show. This isn't any kind of um, you know show stealer or anything like that. What do you call that when you spoiler? It's not a spoiler. spoiler alert. But he said, you know, he started talking about cops, and he said, you know, every time there's a shooting, yeah, they, you know, the guy comes out and he goes, well, you know, it's always a bad apple that ends up doing something, and you know, it's 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 really not indicative of the entire police force. Indicative. And uh, and he said, you know, and that might be true. But he said, maybe police officer, being a police officer is a job in which you can't have a bad apple. Right. And then he equated it to, now imagine if American Airlines said, hey, we just have a few pilots that don't like to land. Right. <laughs> now, most of them do. Right. And I thought that was a great... Observation. Yes, it was, a, it was a great comparison yeah, yeah. all of our pilots you can't have any bad apples now there are a lot more cops than pilots i believe oh sure That's but are you kidding me there's 30,000 cops just in new york city but the <laughs> you know and then he said well maybe cops should be paid more money now i go back to my the most hated police department in the fucking world, the Massachusetts State Police. Those guys rake it in. Who make more than airline pilots. And they're still fucking assholes. Although they don't shoot people. You know, we don't see a lot of shootings of black folk in Massachusetts, do we? By cops? Yeah. No. It do- I, think I mean, I'm we- sure it happens, but... We got that pretty well under control. We don't have that many black people here. We're no, under we fucking national average. People. We're under national average, I bet. Well, true, but I mean, if you go into the into Boston, you get a lot of black people. You yeah. go into Springfield, you got a lot, a lot of Latino and blacks. Yeah, yeah. Um, Worcester, a lot of, of Wampa, Wampa no eggs. So I don't know. We Cape we Verdeans. We don't. We don't shoot black people in Massachusetts like they shoot them in the South. Well, right. Which means. He's running away. Shoot him. Right. <laughs> Which is fucking horrible. And uh, But I bet you there's still plenty of people in Massachusetts getting pulled over for driving while black. <laughs> yeah. Not a lot of people getting shot, but I'm sure plenty of them are getting pulled Probably over. Probably getting harassed. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's just not a... I don't know that. That's a chapter that needs to go away. Driving this, while this black. racism shit. Yeah, well, it's all, it's all, it's almost done, Joe. Barack Obama fucking threw a wrench in uh, racial unity progress in this country. 
fucking made race an issue again. Not because he's black, but because he made race a fucking issue again. Him and the likes of the fucking quote-unquote leaders, Jesse Jackson, fucking Al Sharpton, these people who are fucking somehow considered fucking leaders. But then again, you know, you got race baiters like Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer in charge, too. You don't have to be fucking... Now, you don't have to be black, white, whatever to be a race baiter. Do you think... Donald Trump do you think is Barack Abraham Obama? Lincoln Light. Donald Trump will bring racial unity to this country. Do you think... As well as economic prosperity. You, do you think Obama was a divider? I think he was 100% Very a divider. Divisive. Divisive? Divisive? Whatever. I didn't Tomato, see, tomato. I think there was a lot of hope among a lot of black folks that he would bring some... Free phones? No, that he would bring some equality. Let's face it. Black people got a gripe in this country, man. I'm with you. Do. I'm with you. And nobody wants... I'm convinced that nobody that's... Unless you're born into evil, you do not want to be a bad person. No. But if you have zero opportunity and you're in a hostile environment and you have, you're never going to go be able to... You can't see beyond your neighborhood, then you are going to join a gang. And I don't care what color... I'd, I'd be joining a gang. You got no opportunity. So you're saying that's nurture, not nature, baby. Yeah. Yeah. Which... So this gets around to something that you've been... Toe, what is it? Fucking step dancing around, whatever. Soft shoeing around for a while, and you've been dying to talk about it. Let's do it now. Well, I'm going to first say. You, you want to ask if our people good? I'm going to bring this up because this stuff always kills me. Yeah. I don't know whether it's. Who's bringing this up? Well, it's Breitbart, so. Again, that's that's tainted. <laughs> you know, that's not exactly right up the middle. Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration has yet again been caught exaggerating global warming by fiddling with the raw temperature data. Now, I don't know if you, how you lie about that, and I'll have to read that later on. But I just thought that was a headline that had to be read. Because there are people that want to fuck with this stuff. But it is February in To achieve some kind of agenda. Well, or advance an agenda. You don't I am achieve a firm an agenda, believer. You advance it. And Al and I are sitting here. It is February 20th. We just had a 64 degree day. Yeah, they were saying it was supposed to be 70, but it just. It 64 never, degrees. Yeah. It didn't break now, the record, but it was close. Now, we had some cold weather in January, but. I mean. February is usually not. The time when you get a 64-degree day or weather like we've had for the last two weeks. You follow what I'm saying? Which has basically been, we had a little snow, but it's been in the 50s during the day. Yeah, I think we've had a an unseasonably warm winter. So far. Now, March, we could get snow every day. 
Yeah, but it won't be but that cold. Think, it won't be that cold. I don't think that's going to happen. It just won't be that cold because we're getting closer to the, the Our part of the world is getting closer to the sun again. I really believe. January is the coldest month by definition. Right. You know? And February is the second coldest. Right. And then March is the third. You're never going to get a 70-degree fucking day in fucking January, let's face it. I mean, eventually. Well, we've had a 70-degree day. Oh, I mean, I'm sure we have. history. Yeah. But But I'm saying it's fucking weather is is wacky. And it's going to be at least 60, late 50s tomorrow. So that's two days in a row we're going to be, you know, T-shirt weather. Look, this is what I wore to work. By the way, I wear a T-shirt every day to work now. (laughs) I used to wear... A short sleeve shirt like that one over there, over a T-shirt, unbuttoned, and then take it off sometime by the end of the day. Right. I, I don't even fuck around anymore. I just go in in a T-shirt. Look at the one I put on today without re- without realizing it. Oops. Oh. <laughs> you went to work in that? I went to work at my office job with a big hole, but I do pull my pants up so you can't see my gut through it. Well, you are a painting estimator, so you're allowed to look a little shabby, aren't you? I'm the by far the shabbiest individual in that fucking I remember place. When, you, when you went in for the first day, I was dapper looking, right? Oh, you all dressed up. Then you I like, wasn't dressed up. I had on a golf shirt and well, chinos. Well, I mean, you look kind of, you know, you were all dolled up. Now you look like a fucking bum. Isn't it great? It is. It's wonderful. He probably doesn't care. He just wants to. He doesn't. If you're meeting with customers, I suppose that's one thing. Or if, you know, the customer comes into the office and everybody's dressed like a fucking bum to the point where they smell, no, that would probably be bad Nobody's too. coming into the office. And if I go to the job site, I'm going to have work boots, a hat, glasses on anyway. You know what I mean? The, um, I'm not going to exactly be fucking dressed up for a fucking site visit. <laughs> the global warming thing, which I believe that there, there is global warming and, and part of it, if not all of it, has to be man-made. There's part of it that's man-made. There's no question. And, But I think there's a shitload of money being thrown at it, and I think there's a lot of grant money. Thrown at? Global warming. Oh, research into how to... Into why it is or into how to Meaning reverse it? if we it. make this... If it, see, the thing you never hear about is let's have a discussion on the good and the bad of global warming you know so you say well it's happening so there's areas where it's going to get warmer and is that good or bad and there's areas that are you know if there's going to be ocean rising there's areas that are going to flood now if it's uh, you know if it's habitated that's going to be a bad thing so there's but there's good and there's bad be good for the building industry all those yeah, people got all those people need somewhere else to live. Florida's underwater. Yeah, someone's got to fucking build those people be houses. Front and uh, you know you're gonna need some. Is that shit all that far below sea level, really? Down there, most or are you of just Florida using that as a. I don't know. I think you know you can go. You can drive. You can drive uh, ten miles from the ocean in either direction from Florida and I mean from you know the east or west coast. And I dare say that you're not ten feet above sea level, because we live not. Maybe you're. Maybe you're not even five. We live on the fucking ocean here, and I, the ocean will never take. I mean, there's some high fucking ground here, right near the water. You know what I mean? 
No, I mean where we are right here, we're up a hundred feet. I would, I, I wouldn't have been surprised if you said more, but yeah, a hundred feet's a lot, right? We're a hundred feet. So, where you are downtown, um, you know, where I specifically am, I'm probably only twenty or thirty feet, but you're still pretty high. Yeah. Um, you're not you're not gonna get flooded out. And, no, but some of these low lying areas or uh, or some of the areas that are in jeopardy if the, the the water does rise, how how high is the water gonna rise? Well, they don't know. I, well, of course they don't know. But do you have any feeling for what they're saying it's gonna be like the the non lunatics, well, like the non maniacal people? I've heard ranges from non lunatics that yep. go anywhere from. Uh, a meter, actually less than that, uh, maybe a f- couple feet. Yeah, to you know, twenty feet. Oh, really? Yeah. And twenty feet or, or ten meters, which would be th- around thirty feet. Is there more? Um, and that's so. That's the uh, that's the problem with global warming. Is if you tell somebody, okay. And you've got a rational person listening to you. And they, like myself, I'm relatively rational. And I say, okay, this global warming, what should I do? Well, you got to stop using fossil fuel. Well, I, I can't do that. And as a rational person, you go, okay, well, uh, I suppose I can, you know, try to use less, burn less stuff. You know, I'll take shorter trips, you know, in my car, or I'll or I'll make sure that I go out and you know instead of going out doing one errand, coming back, then going out and doing another, you kind of do the you know hit three or four places. There, but when you when they talk about like, there's a guy named Bill McKibben, and Bill is a professor at. Middlebury College in Vermont, mm-hmm. and he writes. He's written several articles in Rolling Stone, and the articles are always dire. And he owns a. He has a. I don't know if he owns it, but he uh, he has a website uh, called 350.org, which we've already passed. Which means 300. If we get to 350 parts per million carbon dioxide, we're fucked, and we've passed that. So. And I, I email him every time he writes an article in Rolling Stone. And I don't, you know, and I'm very, I call him Professor McGibbon. And, <coughs> and uh, I've gotten a few responses back. But lately I just said, you know, I think the cat's out of the bag. I think you got to, I think curbing global warming. The problem, folks, is it's global. So if we in the United States stop using fossil fuel tomorrow, then the price of fossil fuel is going to drop through the floor, and then everybody else in the world is going to be using that fossil fuel like crazy. So it's this is a very hard problem to solve. You know, everybody, and if you're thinking, well, Trump got out of the Paris Accord. Now, the Paris Accord was a, first of all, it had no, there was no mechanism to punish anyone. You follow what I'm saying now? Mm-hmm. There's no... There's no teeth to it. And it was set up basically, and I don't know why they do this, like, okay, well, you're the United States, and you've been using a lot of fossil fuel for the, 
for a long time. It's like it's like this fairness thing, you know. So you should you should cut the most, right? And if we cut, you know, using and put regulations in that make it environmentally, uh, where where car companies and various companies that emit stuff have to, you, you're going to be paying. Three times your electric bill is going to be three times. But China, you can go ahead and build all the coal burning plants you right. want. Go right. ahead. And when I looked up that there is, this was in 2017. I looked up, and I, I believe I said it on this podcast that there are 1,600 coal plants that are in some phase of construction in the world in 2017. I mean. It, you talk it this is a loser we have to find another way to do this fossil fuel if you got to get rid of all fossil fuels in 20 years which i've heard it's just it's never going to happen no it's like getting rid of the guns for Christ's sakes yeah right you got to we we have to stop focusing on the guns every time one of these tragedy happens and start and start focusing on why are these people doing it and what's the mental illness behind it right because there's obviously something mentally ill. And you, have you noticed that these are all, they're always white kids. Yeah. There's never a black kid that goes and shoots up a school. Once in a while, there's an Asian, by the way. An Asian did shoot up uh, Virginia Tech. That was a while ago. Long time ago. Yeah. And that's the only one I know of. But, uh, and then there was the... Uh, Fort Hood guy. Fort Hood. He's kind of Asian. Was he Asian or... South... West Asian. So, at any rate. but Technically. Most, <laughs> mostly, it's angry <laughs> white kids yeah. from not terrible neighborhoods that just, I don't know whether they're bored or uh, parents are just fucking, I don't know. Maybe just maybe people are just fucked. Hey, back to that 350 guy just quickly. The, yes. That 350 whatever parts per whatever. 350.org. What, but that particular... Parts per whatever the fuck of bad shit in the fucking atmosphere. Yeah. Is that on average for anywhere in the fucking world or is that in like certain places? I believe that's that's if you were to take the reading anywhere in the world. Anywhere in the world. I mean, that's the really? problem with climate change is that it's it's global. Well, yeah, it's global warming, Joe. Right? It's I mean, not it's not state warming. It's not Massachusetts warming. <laughs> right. It's global. Yep. So when you when China burns shit at a uh, coal plant, then I mean, you're talking about uh, eventually that it, it gets in a wind current and events you know i'm sure there's places where maybe you go to antarctica and there's less in the air because but i'm the saying wind even bring it there. even places like tropical islands like bali and shit yeah. dollars to donuts their electricity is from a coal fucking burning plant well it's from or it's, it's maybe from water but it's probably a coal burning fucking plant you know what or I mean? or natural gas well it's not nuclear so it's either yeah. look you got you got Fuel oil, you've got natural gas, you've got coal. Um, what else? Hydro, they, hydro power. Well, they th this you know, but in the fossil fuel category, oh, oh, oh. electricity is generated with coal, 
which is really dirty. Natural gas is a lot cleaner, and uh, and fuel oil is in the middle between. What's that fucking uh, shale shit? Is that basically uh, that's fossil fuel too, isn't it? Yeah, the shale. The shale is um, is just a is just a way of saying the stuff that they're fracking. They're fracking for both natural gas and, and for oil. Yeah. Okay. So whoever came up with this, there's two things, and and I'm gonna go outside of my uh, zone of knowledge here, but I believe there are two things that they needed to be developed for fracking. One that was imperative was horizontal drilling. So somehow they were able to make you go straight down for, I don't know, a mile and a half. And, and then, then somehow you go. And then you take a left and then a right. Yeah. And so you have a horizontal, you know, hole. And then you pump it full of this fluid. And it goes in and cracks all of the. Because, you know, when they pump, there's pools of oil, but then there's oil that's. That's and natural gas that's just trapped in this, you know, in this rock, in this right. porous rock. And it drives the, the oil and the natural gas out, and they are able to get a shit more. Sounds like wonderful technology. <laughs> well, it sounds like man at its very best. There was <laughs> to a, be honest uh, with you. And the fracking thing, once again, there's, there's a lot of lies. There's a guy by the name of Josh Fox. Fucking guy's ears, man. The fuck? Sorry, man. He's got some big ears. Some big Watching ears, the TV. Yeah, there's a big-eared guy on TV. Al likes them. There's a guy by the name of Josh Fox, and he made two documentaries uh, called... Uh, they were in Pennsylvania, and they were in fracking country. And turned out there was a guy that came... From England, because he was he was wondering, probably knew Josh Fox because Josh Fox. It turned out that Josh Fox is Wikipedia. Josh Fox is an American film director, playwright, and environmental activist, best known for his Oscar Gasland. There you go. And then he, he did Gasland, and then he did Gasland two, and then the guy came in. And he was a Brit, and he did a a documentary based, you know, basically follow the steps that Josh Fox did, and found that his like there was a guy that had methane coming out of his faucet. Turns out the guy's been having methane come out of his faucet Forever. for fucking thirty years. Right, 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 right. You know. 25 years before anybody started fracking. Right, right. And there was a whole bunch of stuff like that. So it was... Uh, That's why they're fracking right there, by the way. Because you have methane coming out of right. your pipes. Maybe we're going to go find some shit. And I believe... You know, look, I, I'm not saying that uh, the oil and gas industry is perfect by any stretch. But where they're drilling is way down deeper than... Where water is, you know, water's down 
I don't know, a couple hundred. Oh yeah, you're talking potable, feet, drinkable water, feet. right? Yeah, yeah. I yeah, mean, yeah. these they're drilling a mile and a half. Down. They're not fucking up anybody's fucking drinking water. And they have to. They have to put a concrete casing around the well all the way down, which which is supposed to be inspected by the state and the feds, so that you can't fuck up any anybody's drinking water. So. Now, I'm not saying that there hasn't been accidents, but I believe uh, I believe it's there's a lot of people that are paying a lot less. Hey, do you think there's more of the Earth's surface that is land now than ever has been? Or was there more land that took over the Earth's surface before? I, I don't know, and I'd be guessing if I... I'm at what's your guess? Uh, I don't. I don't know. Al, honestly. I, well, I'm just saying. I mean, ha, ha, has has the receding water already begun? And you know, like 50 years ago, was there more land than water on the face of the earth? That's all I'm wondering. You know what I mean? Or you know, you hear about you, as a kid, you study in geology about uh, the supercontinent. You know, Pangaea and whatever the fuck. Yeah. And then there was continental drift and all that. I'm just wondering if back then was there more fucking land than water? You know what I mean? It probably was. Probably, probably more covered by water now than any other time. I would imagine more and, covered by water. Yeah, I think that's why they're all getting fucking. They get antsy because I, there's I less land now than ever. And is this because of? Climate change? Of course it is. What else would it is be? Is it climate change? Well, it also could be just the way things are, go. I'm not say, I'm not a denier. I'm with you, obviously. The warming part of it is because of us, mankind. However, that's okay, first of all. Second of all, we can figure it out. Yeah. And third of all, we are... We're 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 part of the natural evolution of the earth. You know what I mean? There is no well. If there was no man, that you know, there'd be more less pollute. Well, of course, but there is man, and we'll figure it out because we're well, top of the food chain. That's one of the things that this self-loathing that happens in the uh, this extreme left wing is it's pretty incredible. I mean, it's it's as if all human beings are just, you know, it's it's animals that go extinct. It's all the fault of uh, human beings, and you know, the animals are more important, and uh, we're bad people, except for them. Well, yeah, I was looking at you like, yeah, that's that's exactly what it is, it, and it's a it's an amazing thing. So I mean, they they have the right. To put on masks and march, and they have the right to yell and scream, and they have the right to fucking uh, what's that shit that broads carry to squirt in people? They can mace you if they want to mace you. You know what I mean? Until you fucking pop them in their fucking jaw. Well, you know what I mean. That's what they need. They need to be popped in their fucking jaws. I think there's a. Uh, That's right, you antifa motherfuckers, fucking coward fucks. Well, and I, I don't. I'm not even saying those groups. I'm trying to. No, I know. I'm just, you know, I gotta fucking, I gotta fucking rant a little now and then, Joe. Yeah, it's it's. There's a self 
there's a there's a loathing of people. Yeah, they don't that's like going on yeah. by the. It gives them license to loathe. That's what, that's what they yes. do. Yeah, license to loathe. Whoa, that's a good segment name. License to loathe. License to loathe. I am trying to find this. This um, there's a documentary that debunks Josh Fox's documentary, which is called Gaslit. And the and the documentary I'm trying to find is the one that debunks the one called Gasland. <coughs> yeah, I don't. And it really tears it apart. Oh, really? And I can't find it. To the like, what does it say? That old Josh Fox just he presented he made a evidence, bunch of shit up. He presented evidence that supported his argument. Yes, and went as far as making a lot of it up. Basically, he's full of shit. Yeah, he's no documentarian, is what you say. Well, he's, he he lied. Yeah, he's he's no he's no objective reporter. I mean, when you lie, he has an agenda and he's forwarding it. Kind of like right. Michael Moore. Michael Moore is. A deep thinker, yeah, and uh, an intellectual guy, and a left-wing lunatic, and he's a lunatic. Michael, you're a fucking lunatic. And you know what? And for Thursday, or maybe at the break, you know what? I mean, at the break, I'm going to look up his children's names. Oh, it's, you're going to wish it's them been dead? a while. It's been a while, Joe. Oh, all right. So if you were sitting there going, when are you going to find that fucking documentary, Joe? This is a documentary called Frack Nation. Okay. And it was funded by it was that this is important too because you know the first thing I look for, all right. So did the oil and gas company come in and bring in a guy from, you know, with an English accent and fund this thing and Frack Nation was successfully funded by Kickstarter. Oh wow. So this guy I forget his name, but if you f look up Frack Nation, yeah. F-A-R-A-C-K, Nation, uh, one word. And it's not the frack like on Battlestar Galactica. It's fracking. No, Frack Nation. Just letting everybody know. F-R-A-C-K. No, I know. Well, you know how they said that on Battlestar Galactica? No, Instead I of fuck, they said frack. Oh, I fracked her in the ass. Yeah, yeah. fracking this, fracking that. So that I watched that and I'm like, holy shit! And he he showed what Fox showed, and then he showed like the whole thing. And yeah, it was like it was fucking eye opening. Really? Yeah, brown eye opening. It was at that my asshole puckered open. Right. Speaking of puckering assholes, Joe, we've been talking for an hour, and I need a break, buddy. All right? Yes. Ticket to anywhere Maybe we make a deal Maybe together we can get somewhere Any place is better Starting from zero Got nothing to lose Maybe we'll make something Me, myself, I got nothing to prove 
get a fast car I got a plan to get us out of here Been working at the convenience store Managed to save just a little bit of money Won't have to drive too far Just across the border and into the city You and I can both get jobs And finally see what it means to be living Got a problem. Yeah, but the bottle, that's the way it is. He says, body's too old for working. His body's too young to look like his. My mama went off and left him. She wanted more from life than he could give. I said, somebody's got to take care of him. So I quit school, and that's what I did. You got a fast car. Is it fast enough so we can fly away? We gotta make a decision Leave tonight or live and die this way So I remember when we were driving Driving in your car Speed so fast it felt like I was drunk City lights day out before us And your arm felt nice wrapped around my shoulder And I, I had a feeling that I belonged Someone, be someone You got a fast car We go cruise and entertain ourselves Still ain't got a job Now work in the market as a checkout girl I know things will get better You'll find work and I'll get promoted We'll move out of the shelter Buy a bigger house and live in the suburbs So I remember when we were driving Driving in your car Speed so fast it felt like I was drunk City lights lay out before us And your arm felt nice wrapped around my shoulder And I, I had a feeling that I belonged I, I had a feeling I could be someone Someone, be someone You got a fast car I got a job that pays all our bills Instead of drinking late at the bar See more your friends than you do your kids I'd always hope for better Thought maybe together you and me find it I got no plans, I ain't going nowhere Take a fast car and keep on driving So I remember when we were driving Driving in your car Speed so fast it felt like I was drunk City lights stay out before And your arm felt nice wrapped around my shoulder And I, I had a feeling that I belonged I, I had a feeling I could be someone be someone, be someone You got a fast car Is it fast enough so you can fly away? You gotta make a decision Leave tonight or live and die this way
And we're back. And we're Joe back. and I get into this fucking jag of talking to each other. See, we truly miss each other. We haven't seen each other in a week. Joe wasn't feeling too good Thursday. Yes, it was a little little sickness going around. And as documented Sunday, as much as I am into doing as many shows as possible, that was the day. I just, I, I really couldn't leave the house, man. I'm sorry. We apologize to all our faithful fans. Yeah, and we all and, four or five of you. And we know our numbers are down because we're not bamming shows out, but we're going to be blamming shows out. And by the way, kind of right at yahoo.com, kind of right and at yahoo.com. I am creating a website. Name a town, name a town, name a time if you wish to opine. Not really. So, hopefully that'll, I don't know. Look, we, Al and I love doing this, but it's kind of like, you know, people... You never do something you love for the money. You know? Well, no. But I'm certain you, at I, the end of the day, if you can make a few bucks, it gives you some sort of justification that you're doing all right. By I the guess. way, on that jag, I I got a job I love, and I'm certainly not doing it for the money. Well, I kind of am, but I'm not doing it for the big money. We'll put it that way. I thought you fucking hated your job. You know what, Joe? I go up and down, but they've given me so much responsibility, and now I'm. You're liking it. Again. I'm a semi guru of this fucking computer program we're using. I figured it out. Well, uh, you're smarter than most people. Well, I made this quick bids look like the Excel spreadsheet that my new boss uses because he couldn't deal with the quick bids. We do the on screen takeoff, which is made by the same company as quick bids. Yes. And it's supposed to seamlessly integrate with quick bids, but he, he didn't get it. So I'm like, all right, I'll do it. I made QuickBits look like his Excel spreadsheet. That's what I did for the last two days. And ever since then, I'm, I'm like some weird superstar all of a sudden. That's why they let me walk around with a fucking ripped t- fucking T-shirt. As long as you're getting your work done. Well, what I'm saying is, is clearly I don't get paid enough. You know what I mean? I could I could probably stand to make a couple more dollars. Although the you know, the business ain't rolling in yet. When it does. When it does. You know yeah. what I mean? Well you've only been there a few months, right? Yeah, but I'm you know, currently the fucking you can't really go for a raise. I'm now. currently the lowest paid fucking member of the painting company's office, but front office. Really? Well, I make way less than my bo- my my in between boss. Now you you said your in-between boss almost got fired. What did he do? Ah, he didn't almost get fired. I thought he was. He didn't. He got. He, he, what he did was he said, Al will take care of it, and I took care of it for him. <laughs> That's what he did. He asked me, first thing Monday, will you take care of this? And I said, yep, no problem, buddy, and I took care of it for him. It took me two days, yeah. but I got him out of the fucking sauce. Boss was... Uh, well, we weren't following the protocol. We were using... We're supposed to be using this fucking, this bidding software, and we're using an Excel spreadsheet instead. You know right, what I mean? Right. We're using the fancy fucking on-screen takeoff. You know what I mean? But we're supposed to, it's supposed to integrate directly into this other shit made by the same company that automatically spits out the price of the job. You know what I mean? So well, whatever. I bat it around. Go ahead. This uh, just a question, and I'm sure this is not a question in which, uh, you know, this is not a an eye opening of a question. Brown eye opening, because it's probably been beaten to death in certain uh, circles. Yes, but are humans, meaning us, 
Are we born good? Are we inherently good? Yes. Is it is it part of our DNA, our, our structure, or are we taught to be good? Can I give you a quick, quick answer? Sure. I believe that... Don't tell me what you believe. Tell me what you know. I'll tell you what I know. I know that you were born either of those things, not... There are some people who are born good, and there are some people who are born bad. How's that? I And I believe more people are born good than bad, but I think there's plenty of people out there who are just born bad. They're just bad people, man. You know what I mean? Adolf Hitler wasn't bad because of anything other than he was a bad guy. You know what I mean? The fucking Maharishi Yashi Yogi Yogi is inherently good. So is... That cat who is currently the Dalai Lama, that's a good man. The cat who is currently Pope, that's a good person. Charles but, Manson was a bad person. Adolf oh, Hitler was a bad person. Joseph Stalin know, was a bad person. You know, Adolf Pol Hitler was, was a bad a, person. Kind of a shitty artist. Well, he was a house painter as well, by the way. He painted houses, too. So I don't know if the guy was born bad. I mean, he became certainly evil. At the end, no, he was definitely, but listen. but I mean, he was living in did Austria. You, did you get yourself through Mein Kampf? Did you read it? No, I've read it. The guy is a bad person. But he wrote Mein, mein Kampf when he was in jail. In jail and young, by the way, he was still young. Did he? Did he hate the Jews in Mein Kampf? Uh, absolutely. And this is not. This is not anti-Semitic, but. There were a lot of people that hated the Jews back then. Meaning, yeah, it's not anti-Semitic. It's fact, there's, there's a lot of people who hate Jews now no, for no, no reason. What other I'm than saying the is, the United States, meaning not 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 certain people, but there were certain government policies where you know Jews were not accepted to be, you know, sure, and like black people weren't allowed in the front of the bus. Well, and when 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 there was, you know, the thing is, did you get a shot yet? The Holocaust, no, but I'll take one. Yeah, you get one in you, man. Let me have a diet too. What? You got to remember it. This was the nineteen started in nineteen thirty nine. Uh, we we got involved. Uh, early in the sense of sending supplies, but we didn't get involved into the war until we got bombed by Japan. And that was 41, right? I believe so. December of 41 at that. And we, when I say we as a country, I don't think we were that sure of what was really going on in Germany as opposed as, as you know, the Holocaust. However, we did not take... Uh, many Jewish folks, and I wish we did. I really we wish take we take many Jewish refugees. You're saying? Yeah, we I didn't. We took all of them. Hitler made a made, uh, and, and I'm saying this with with little to no knowledge about what you're talking about. Yeah, I'm um, in a time frame. I don't know whether Hitler did or the policy. Hitler wanted, and his you know henchmen wanted. The Jewish people gone from Europe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not necessarily from the world. 
Meaning if they no, no, said yeah, yeah. in the beginning, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, if somebody will take these motherfuckers, no offense to the Jewish folks, I'm just I'm being like. Yeah, that's what they were saying, not you. That's what they were saying. Then we're not gonna we're not gonna put them in camps and kill them, right? But if you don't take them, we're gonna kill them. We're pretty much gonna kill them, and that's kind of what happened. By the way, nobody would take the Jewish people, and that's why I'm such a big supporter of Israel. Yeah, because the Jews didn't have a homeland they could go to. Right, they had no homeland of their own. Well, other than Brooklyn. And, I mean, there's more Jews in yeah, Brooklyn you, than in yeah, Israel, aren't there? You couldn't come to the United States. I mean, we we let in a pitiful amount of, like, 50,000. Right, not enough. Right. 80,000 Yeah, Jews. right, not enough. Right. Um, we should have taken them all. You're saying during World War II. Fuck yeah. We had a lot of Jews come into the country in the 1880s up until World War I, by the way. Jews a lot of Jewish people got their fucking found their way here. Jews have contributed to humanity more than any... any whatever other, you want to call it. They're not a race, by the way. It's a religion. But any other group of people, definable group, I don't, I think, other than white men... Actually, I, I would... White I would, men probably... Have, they, are a, they have an ethnic heritage, a similar ethnic heritage, just like if you're Irish. They have... Right. They have, right, they have an ethnic secular heritage. That has nothing to do with their religion. You're correct. You are correct. They have, but they're not that far separated that, from right, from Arabs. Either. What do you call being Irish, being German, being English? What do you call that? What is that's your heritage, your ethnicity? What is it? Nah, that's heritage more than ethnicity. Ethnicity so is if you're if ethnicity you're Irish, is yeah. You're white. You're white. If you're Irish, you're usually from. Or you can trace your roots, roots back to, to Ireland, Ireland, somewhere in Ireland, right? Well, being Jewish isn't something that you just... You can... A person can decide to practice Judaism, but you will never be Jewish. Do you follow what... Like, well, yeah, they, the old adage is, is your mother... If You're not Jewish unless your, your mother, mother is Jewish. Your mother wasn't Jewish. You're, you're not, not Jewish. Jew. Yeah. Now you like can, my brother observes the all the whole Jewish thing, but he's not a Jew. His kids are Jews. His his yeah, wife his wife is Jewish. He's, they'll never be a Jew. Well, what I'm saying is, it's unimaginable what the Holocaust did. And I want to point out that the Holocaust and World War II killed far more people than just the Jewish people. Well, it fucking. I'm, I'm not now. They were they were singled out for genocide, which makes it. Much that's horrible. Well, they, at the end of the day, they didn't like f- fucking tens of millions of Russian people die, both yes from the war and the hands of their own government. That I don't know it's anything. Like Twenty five million Russians. I thought it died was twenty, but twenty five sounds fine. A lot by in the war, and a lot by their own. It's just a lot of people, man. <laughs> Jesus Christ! They, There's not a lot of countries with twenty five million people. Period. It's like we live in these huge countries, but 25 million people is more than your average country. If you take, what well, is it, 286 more, countries in more the world? Than Norway. You know, there's like yeah, yeah, 5 yeah. million people. In oh, Norway. it's way more than most. More than Sweden. Most, it's probably not more than Germany. Sweden's probably close. No, Germany, but you know what I'm saying. Germany's like 70 million. 25 million people and is I would say way more than an average country. Great Britain is probably about the same. Yeah. 
That's how many people were ethnic Russians, by the way. That's so not a only did, country. did these people die horribly, but they're some of the most intelligent, wonderful, contributing. Developed. developed. It's a culture you want to see. They were doing succeed. math early. They were doing math early, Joe. That's why. You know well, what I mean? I'll tell you something. Everybody says, wow. The they were doing math smart. early. Now, I don't agree with that. Is Bill Gates a Jew? No. <laughs> Neither is Warren Buffett. But that doesn't mean anything. Yeah, but Warren Jewish, Buffett hasn't contributed a fucking this thing. We I, love Warren, but having, he's, he's not a contributor to anything. Is Jewish, I've learned this. Yeah. Hi, Ira. Jewish people begin, first of all, their culture, education in their culture. And when I say their culture, I'm talking about uh, not so much the religion, but their. Jewish culture, as in, you know, an Irish culture, is learning is huge. Yeah. Not so much Education. an Irish culture, by the way. Right. <laughs> right. But I'm just saying it. I'm trying to make it so that it's tough to separate the religion out from the actual secular the, Jew thing. The, you know, you're a Jewish person and, you know, well, where are you from? I'm, I'm Jewish. I'm I'm. I'm from fucking I'm not necessarily Krakow, from Poland. Is Israel. Yeah, I'm from Jews Poland. Spread out all over the world. Yeah. Because they didn't have a homeland. Right. But um learning is huge. And the Jewish folks go to, you know, there there's a bar mitzvah and now there is a bat mitzvah for women as well. Yeah, young women and I don't going know into adulthood. Yep. When the bat mitzvah started, that's it's relatively new. Uh, it's been in our lifetime, son. Yes. Yeah. So, but Jewish men <laughs> spent two or three days a week, three hours at a time. Hebrew school, it's called. Going to Hebrew school, yeah. learning how to speak and write Hebrew. Right. And because that's what culture is. Culture is language. Culture is language. So we're talking about people that studied a lot. And I say that now, I say that they're. There's evidence um, that this is something that intelligence can be somewhat learned, you know? And I say this because they did a study on Asian folks, third-generation Asian people, because Asians tend to be extremely hardworking. Education is wildly important to them as well. Third-generation Asians in the United States are not any more intelligent than the average American because they've been Americanized. They've been Americanized, right. Which means they're lazy and, I don't know, I shouldn't Play say Play a lot of video games. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's... Eat a lot of pizza. So if you're first-generation Asian uh, or you're... You know, you're here from well. Chances are, if you're a first, if you're a first generation agent, chances are you're fucking in the labor class. You're fucking making food. You're yeah. fucking farming. If your parents are are from someplace in Asia, and Asia is a big place, so you know, let's say, let's narrow it down to it's like a third China, of the world, Japan, yeah, uh, you know, Koreas, Thailand, the Koreas. Korea. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Vietnam, not so much North Korea. Vietnam, probably Vietnam. I think you could still lump the two Koreas in together. By the way, I know that's a whole other show. But I don't know whether Malaysians, 
uh, a part I, of the deal. I'm not looking at that. I was pointing at it because the whole Olympic thing. Do you do the Olympics at all? No. I don't want a, you to get off the... T- I'm it's sorry. It's a big scam. No, they're in, it's in Korea. That's all. It's in Korea. That's all. So what I'm saying is the person that's here... It's a third generation born in the United States. Okay. Third generation American of they, Asian descent. They basically lost all their Asian culture. Yeah. They're Americanized and they're not a fucking bit smarter. And they even the ones that have no white blood in them, they're Asian all the way through. Right. Right. Yeah. That seems to be the case. Now I yeah. don't know whether that's the case with Jewish people or that they're smarter, but you know what? A lot of good doctors that are Jewish. There's a lot of good doctors that are Asian, son. Man, a lot of good doctors that are Asian. I, my personal... Uh, that's a whole other story. Whatever. My personal... Um, Look, let's. what I'm saying is it's a shame we lost... A lot Although, of Jewish people. We don't want to lose anybody... We don't want to lose anybody. In a, ...in a concentration camp yeah, ever again. Yeah, that's bullshit. And I'm not saying it's, you know they should have killed humanity more of the Humanity is its worst. So now that we've come full circle back... I believe that your question is flawed in that it's not one or the other. There's a lot of shades of gray. There's black, white, and a lot of shades of gray. So what I will say is the potential for any infant that gets born, there is potential for that infant to be good, but there's also potential for it to be bad. And if you want me to put a percentage at it, I'm going to say it's more than 50% good and less than 50% bad. How's that? I I think there's a lot of bad people out there. I think the question's valid because... Well, it is because it comes up a lot. The question's valid because at some point you have to say, is this... Are we born with altruism? You know, are we born to be kind to other people? Or is that taught? No, I think some people are born altruistic. I think the word altru... By the way, I use that a lot. I use it more than you. I think altruism, uh, the actual word, indicates or... Uh, what's the word? It, 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 it supposes some inherent good that's not uh, from nurture. It's nature. Altru- altruism is natural goodness, Altruism isn't something learned. You're either altruistic or you're not. You don't learn altruism. Oh, you're well, you're either altruistic or you're not. No, you I don't d- fucking go, get to be a mass murderer and all of a sudden be altruistic. The fact that you are a killer or a dishonest person or a stealer of... Well, you step on the little people. You can never be altruistic if you've ever stepped on. Donald Trump, as much as he is the greatest living and dead American president, I'm going to go ahead and say that he's not truly an altruistic person. I think he knows how to get shit done, and he's a great president. But I don't think motherfucker was born no, altruistic. He ain't going to give you any money. No, and he he's not going to come over. Fucking certainly stepped on a lot of people on his way up, and he that's sure fine. Did. And I'm glad that he did because I'm so happy that he's president. Well, I'm. But look, listen. You a, either got an altruistic bone in your body, or you don't. Now listen, the Donald also donates. No, I don't think I a lot that. of money to fucking charity. I'm sure. You know what I mean? He's a good guy. I don't know. Too. We didn't. We, we didn't see his tax returns. Yeah. Here's what I'm going to say. Yeah. 
I think that it's learned. Now, so you're saying that man is inherently bad? No, man's inherently a blank slate. So neither good nor bad. I think it's just you come out and if you if somebody starts beating you from when you pop out of the womb, you're probably going to end up fucked and beating people. And I disagree. There are now I I will say that there are things because I, and I was born with one of them. I think true the, goodness the, will shine through the, any bad. Good, true goodness will shine through any bad. The depression thing, you know, I, I remember having this as long as I can remember. Although, I'll tell you something interesting. So, now I haven't read any books. This, this, this Ever? Fucking, <laughs> uh, not recently. There are probably a thousand books on this subject, if not more. On good and bad? Yes. Yeah, it was way more than that. Yeah. Now, I think that there are people born with something missing that makes them a sociopath. You know, that makes them like they have no feelings. Something whatsoever. missing rather than something extra? Well, maybe it's something I extra. I think it's something extra. They're born with no feelings. There's a lot of sociopaths out there. I don't think that's. But then again, I'm not sure. It's very interesting. My brother in law among them, by the way. It's very interesting. Not, not Leanne's husband, fucking my. Wife's sister's husband is a sociopath. Was well, he, he a serial killer? Or? I mean, it remains to be seen. Still time? <laughs> He's a well, young guy. They took three-month-old babies. Josh, I know you don't listen to the show. Sorry, baby. Here's a little study. Yeah. They took three-month-old babies, right? And they did a puppet show. Oh, boy, three months old puppet show. In front of the little baby. I mean, what the fuck? But now, you got to understand, a three-month-old baby... That in itself is evil, by the way. ...has been exposed yeah. to a lot of... You know, you got a mother hovering over you 24-7, yeah. mother and father. No matter what. Hopefully. Right? Yeah, well, hopefully, Jesus. Or maybe two lesbians Whoever. and two fags. But well, either way... Hopefully one of them is a true parent. Biological. Got, for three months, you've had somebody hovering over you, wiping your ass, and either being decent to you or God, not. I could use someone to wipe my ass right now. So what they did is they had a puppet show, and they had like a green puppet and an orange puppet, and the orange puppet was always mean to the other puppets, and the green puppet was always helpful. And they gave them the, then they gave the baby, the, the, the three-month-old, the choice to like, grab one of the puppets, either the orange or the green, and they went for the puppet that was that was genuinely good all the time. They gave it they gave them the choice of all of them at the same time, or they would put one at a time in front of them and see if they went for it. I don't know. Okay. It's that kind of makes a difference. I want to say that they put them both the two the orange and the green. Okay. So they put the worst one was bad, one was good. And it always went for the good one. And they most of the time went for the good one. Yep. Now, but I, I say that that's a flawed study because you've got, even though a three-month-old is a very young child. It's not a flawed study. It's a useless study. It, it's not going to prove anything. Well, I, I don't think it proves anything no. because it's... it's uh, because you're a, na- a nurture, not nature guy. That's why. You're a nurture, not, not so nature much guy. Because I, well, I do <laughs> believe that there are, there are natural... You know, there's certainly people are born with birth defects and all kinds of fucked up things. So the anecdote would be that that you know you've got some sort of brain damage from birth. 
whether yeah. you're retarded or whether you're a sociopath, there there are things that form in people that will lead to, you know, aberrant behavior. Do you yeah, follow no, what I'm saying? No matter what they're Regardless exposed to. Regardless of whether their parents are the most loving yeah, people right. on the planet. Well, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying there are people like that. There are people like that. But those people, it doesn't matter. They were always going to end up being fucked up. Either way, and sociopathic a lot of them. You know who However, keeps I, popping in my head I is these fucking guys like David Koresh and Jim Jones who have not just the Christ complex, but the, they, they get these people who follow them into death. They follow them into death. You know what I mean? What, I, I do know. I know what you mean, but I think those that... Those guys are inherently evil people. They were never good. They were never good. Manson, never good. Never good. See, I don't know. I don't know that Although to be true. Although Charlie could sing. <laughs> I don't know that to be true. Now, I think what happens is, is people find out that they have... You know, along along the way, you've got some talents or you have some gifts. Maybe you're extremely good looking. Thank you. Maybe maybe you uh, are just good at music. Thank you, you have a knack for in, encouraging. You know, uh, people are drawn to you, whether you've got a, an inordinate amount of energy or not. Um, and then you kind of go down the, uh, you know, after you've got all these people. Looking up to you like you are some sort of a deity, I believe you start to believe you're a well, deity. Well, yeah, you do. I'm so, sure. Uh, I don't know if David Koresh started off evil, but I think he probably started off had had some serious uh, Christian beliefs uh, that was a that was attractive to a lot of people. And uh, good-looking person, by the way, like you said, not a bad-looking guy. Yeah, um, charismatic. We'll put it that way. And Between he, his looks, uh, he could play a little a electric. People, a lot of people followed him. Could play a little electric guitar. <laughs> and uh, same with Charlie Manson, by the way, he could play a little guitar and sing. And he was, I guess, he was a good-looking midget. The government killed these people. They, di I was disturbed. By the way, I was as disturbed by the David Koresh thing with the whole burning all those people as I was by Timothy McVeigh. Timothy McVeigh, that whole thing fucked with me, man. Timothy McVeigh was not evil. I, I was very disturbed because I watched him get... I watched... Well, you couldn't watch it live, but you could watch the tape right afterward. I watched the tape of his face as they fucking executed him. He didn't give a shit. And it's not that he didn't give a shit. It's just that I couldn't... I couldn't rectify the state being able to do that to that particular guy. I don't know why. Timothy McVeigh really bothered me the whole execution thing. By the way, I'm not a I'm a, not a death penalty guy. No, definitely That's, I'm against I'm a, it. I'm a fucking right winger and I'm a weird guy to pin down. I'm more of a libertarian. Libertarian, true libertarians aren't really for the fucking death penalty. No, you way. don't I don't want the state to the state. Meaning, exactly. Meaning the government. The government. Exactly. Killing anyone. Um yeah, that's why Timothy McVeigh bothered me. You know what I mean? And by the way, you're kind of right about David Koresh. The, the state executed him, by the way, without due process as well. Now there was, He didn't get due process. Well, and the thing is, they could have got David Koresh in town going to a fucking movie. Yeah, but they going all, to get beef they jerky. They militarized it, yep. and they weren't going to leave because yep. that would show some sort of fucking weakness or something. 
And you had guys fucking dropping their pants and mooning the place while there was children inside. Yep. These are professional DEA, FBI, FBI everybody, everyone was there. All of them were there. All the federal law and enforcement that, agents and the locals and the states, by the way. That deal and... The Texas Rangers were there. And Ruby Ridge were wide... Ruby Ridge was another one. Ruby Ridge and uh, the, the Waco thing, the Branch Davidians is what mobilized Tim McVeigh. Tim McVeigh was so disturbed by the government killing these people. Maybe that's why I'm disturbed about McVeigh getting executed. he said, I am going to go and blow up a fucking federal building. Yeah, 169 people, men, women, and children. Now, I'm not saying that Tim McVeigh did the right thing, but I understand why he did it. Yeah, me too. Because I am a huge hater. I, I fucking hate government overreach. Me too. And they lie enough as it is. Uh, we don't need the government going to some place where there's, you know, they 70 some odd people died in that, including children, died in that fucking fire. The Branch Davidian one. Yeah. yeah I think it was even more, yeah. Women, children. Yeah, men, women, and children. So... And that didn't need to happen. Yeah. The government made that happen. The government also made under the auspices of what? Fucking guns? I mean, what was their they fucking had a major lot of guns. problem there? There was some reports that maybe uh, Koresh was having a little sex with some underage Diddling girls. Diddling kids, yeah. But we don't. We'll never know. And it just got out of fucking hand. And they, the two what about Ruby Ridge? Why did that fucking escalate? Well, Randy Weaver. Wanted to move his family up and, you know, be kind of one of these uh, living off the land off type the guys. Off the fucking grid. Off the grid. Yeah. He went to a couple of, because those were his neighbors. He went to, and I'm not giving the guy an excuse, but he went to some of these uh, white supremacist meetings. I yeah. don't think he was really into that. Right. But what happened was, Randy Weaver had no dough and he needed some money. And he was approached by undercover, either DE, uh, DEA or ATF or FBI agents, and was hired to produce two sawed-off shotguns, which he did, yeah. and gave it to him. And then they went up and killed his fucking family. Basically. So it's just, to me, it's fucking unfathomable. Why, why would you do that? You know, why? It's it's crazy. Because it's government structure run amok. It's bureaucracy run amok. They don't know what they got to do. They don't know the difference between right and wrong when it fucking comes down to needing to know the difference between right and wrong. Well, and it's also, it doesn't, I think there's a lot of manly shit. In, and I yeah, and you can't back this, down. This manly shit, well, we're, we're the government. We can't just go away. Well, yeah, you can. Yeah, you Pack can. it up. Go or at least away. you don't have to go the way away, but retreat a little, regroup, watch you know the I mean? guy, you know, keep yeah. some keep some people in He'll the woods. He'll come out just like when you're in. He'll a, come out right, just and like then you can pull him over right. and take him into. Just like when you're custody. driving in your car at and any you old. Don't have to burn right, fucking women and children. Just like when you're at an intersection at any old intersection and there's cars coming and you're trying to pull into the main road, if you wait long enough. 
you're going to be able to pull out. Yeah. It's the same thing with these fucking guys. You well, could have waited them out a little longer. And now this is, some people might say this is a stretch, but I don't. I think it's right on. If Ruby Ridge and Waco didn't happen. There'd be no Tim McVeigh. There would, would have been no people dead in at, Oklahoma. at the McMurrah building yeah. in Oklahoma City. Yeah, I think you're right. Abso- I'm absolutely yeah, I'm no, sure of course of it. you're right. Of course you're right. Tim McVeigh wasn't was so outraged by these two incidents yeah. that he did this. Yeah. And those people now they can sit there and go they have to understand that their family members are dead because of what government people did. Right. Um now T- Tim McVeigh did the thing. Tim McVeigh's a terrorist, though, right? He's a terrorist. I don't know, man. Call a spade here's, a spade. Here's the problem I have. Just like the IRA, they're terrorists. The government... The, one of the reasons our Constitution... We, we have a very old government. We're an extremely young country. Like, you know, of course fr- we are. Yep. France has been around for what? Fucking 2000 years. United States is still a baby. Although we do have the longest lasting, you know, whatever the whatever type of document the constitution is. Well, well this government is government document. Nit- yeah. Nitwit fucking balls. I'm not What are you talking about nitwit? I'm agreeing with you, fucko. We have we're a young country. We have a very old government. Yeah. Our an government, old document. Yeah. Our government is older than any other, meaning we've stuck with the same program. Yeah, yeah. Even though our country's young. Right? Since 1776. It's a long time, man. The longest in the world. I believe. It is. No, this is, there could be like a little country, you know, Monaco or something. I don't think place. so. But, <laughs> you know, it was in the 1900s where, uh, I believe 1900s, where France got rid of the monarchy. Yeah. You know, and I, I want to say it was 1800s when the Brits got rid of the monarchy. You know, as being head of state. Yeah, right, right. You know, being they're running the king is telling right, people right. what to as do as an absolute power. Right. right, as an absolute. Actually, the the uh, Queen of England is still the head of state. Still, at, right. Technically, she's the head of England, but she's not. So yeah. what I'm saying is, is the document works. I believe is because. It is so distrustful of government. It 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 speaks to the flaws that human beings have. Meaning, like you give somebody too much power, and you better watch that. Is motherfucker. it just? Is it because there was no other way, and it was uh, such a unique situation? Is it distrustful of government, or is it distrustful of monarchy? It's distrust. It's distrustful of people that gain power. Okay. Because like the old saying goes, <laughs> people that gain power need to be checked. Yeah. And that's why you've got a president, you've got a you've got a Congress, yeah. Checks and, and you've got a Supreme baby. Court. Judicial. Yeah. And you can the Supreme Court can override the president. Absolute power the corrupts can absolutely veto. But it's also built into our constitution that should our government ever get to a point where it's it's not serving the people, we have the right to form militias and fucking kill everybody. It's written in there. Well, yeah. 
I don't think it necessarily. I don't know if kill everyone, but make a coup. You can have a coup. Well, it says if. And I, you know what? I don't know what it exactly says. Yeah. But it is in the Constitution somewhere where, it, you know, a, we, we want to have, or it could be in like the Federalist Papers. But the gist is if your government is out of control and it's not serving you, you have every right to get some fucking guns, yeah. and go in there and fuck some people up and take yeah. over. Yeah, just, you know. So in that, in that narrow lane there, I look at Tim, Tim McVeigh as somebody who saw something awful happening with government, and he used a drastic measure to bring it to light. I'm with you. I, that's what I believe, and that's I, why I was disturbed when they put him so to death. So I don't know. They put him right to death, dude. Look, if you ask, there was a daycare center in there. Yep, a lot of there kids, were kids died. killed. Yep, absolutely. But as Collateral I brought up, yep. as I brought up, uh, you know, are American kids more valuable than you know? I I I brought up the whole Gitmo thing last time, I believe. Okay. Where, you know. Essentially, what Barack Obama did was he ramped up the drone program. So instead of capturing terrorists and bring them, putting in Gitmo because that would look bad, because he said he was going to close Gitmo, what he did was he he ramped up the drone program. So not only did he kill the the actual terrorist, but he killed fourteen hundred and fifty other people right. around the terrorists, right? A hundred and sixty of which were children. So. Is Barack Obama a terrorist? You know, are those children less valuable than the children that were in the the McMurrow, you know, building? What country were they in? Uh, probably Afghanistan. Yeah, they're way less valuable than the ones in the McMurrow <laughs> building. Terrible. Like way less That's valuable. Fucking awful. It's fucking fact. Awful. You asked me. I'm telling you. And and in countries we're not technically at war with. Right. You know, well, we're not at war with Afghanistan, but we're doing a lot of bad shit in a lot of countries. Yeah. Now, I still believe the United States is a is a beacon of good, but we do some bad shit. Well, I mean, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta fucking. If you want to make an omelet, you, you gotta crack what? a couple eggs, dude. You know what I mean? After the McMurrow building blew up, there hasn't been anything like. A Waco or a Ruby Ridge since. Yeah, right, huh? Crazy when you think about it. Because there's other people, there's other Tim McVeigh's out there. Yeah. You who will just fuck shit up. So I'm gonna say this. I think Tim McVeigh did the wrong thing. Yeah. But I understand why he did it. Yeah. And I think after it happened, it had a positive effect on the way that law enforcement deals with the situations like a Waco or a Ruby Ridge. Yeah, I'm sure there's been a bunch of shit that's gone on that we haven't heard about because they stood down a little bit, you know what I mean? Now, do, if you ask a family member who lost a child at, at that federal building or lost a spouse or, a, or a, a, you know... An uncle or an aunt, I mean, they're going to say Tim McVeigh is the most evil motherfucker on the planet. And I understand why. Right. But at the same time, if you look at it, the big picture, there's a reason why this guy did that. Yeah. And 
you know, I'm not saying let him out of jail or not kill, but, you know, he was sentenced. He broke the law, and uh, they killed him. They certainly did. They fucking killed him. Hey, earlier, I just got to tell you this story, man. So I come in. I do my thing. I go get ice, right? I go out to the cabana, and your wife is hosing a fucking rug down on the fucking fence, all right? Yeah, that was somebody must have taken a shit on the rug. All right. So one of my dogs, not not any person living in the house, by the way. Okay. So she's doing that, basically cleaning, right? Yes. She's cleaning. I then I come back and you're cleaning. You're putting shit. You're putting Drano or something. Was it Drano? Drano into the sinks. Drano in the sinks. I think you even put a little bit in the toilet, didn't you? No. No, no you're not supposed to do that. And the, and I the, did shower stall, sink. Bathroom sink. Okay. This, whatever, this kitchenette sink here. So I got a fucking Drano story. Go ahead, baby. So I might have touched upon it earlier, but I'm going to tell it again. eat any Drano, did you? No, 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 no. But so my wife has this thing. As you know, she had the vertical gastectomy sleeve fucking thing or whatever. Right. And she's changed her eating habits and her whole, all her shit down there works differently. So she doesn't shit every day. Because she doesn't eat as much as, you know, normal people. Because her stomach's small. But when she does shit, it's a fucking event. And it's every, it's every couple days, right? And it, How can you shit every... I shit it, twice a day. I, twice a day? I shit twice an hour. I don't think you've had a solid shit in a long time. Now, listen, I have. And I am beginning <laughs> to understand what my father said about Jesus Christ. After 50, all you want to do is have a shit that doesn't hurt. I get it. You know what I mean? But anyway, so my wife, she currently shits. You know how like when you have a really good clean shit, it's like a nice log and it tapers and it's beautiful, right? Her fucking good shit looks a lot like a tennis ball, all right? Not yeah. a banana. It looks like a tennis ball. Like a good-sized goat shit. And Why are we talking about this, by the way? As such, our fucking plumbing gets clogged up when she has the fucking the bigger shit. Doesn't she know the three or four flush rule? Doesn't matter. Her fucking shit is so fucking girthy that it clogs shit. So when you flush, the water gets down. But it doesn't, it's not fully fucking flush. Like, you don't want to take another shit until you take. So I've, I told you about my, my prowess at fucking clearing out clogs in the dishwasher. Yes. Use the fucking vinegar. Use, use, uh, use a paste of water and fucking baking soda and then vinegar. You throw it down. It's good. Well, I discovered that that works on poo-clogged fucking toilets as well. The Drano? No, it's not Drano. It's. Totally homeopathic. It's baking soda and water paste mixed with vinegar. You throw that down. And then boiling water after 10 minutes. So anyway. I I've, think the boiling water is probably the key. It is. So, But the problem is, is the bigger the fucking clog, the longer it takes. You know, the, prop, the deal is, is I had a fucking snake and everything. You don't need it. All you need is baking soda, vinegar, and boiling water. A plunger you, won't get that thing. It won't. Too. It doesn't. I don't know why on this. This the plumbing in this. It's weird. It's a. It's a small commode. 
plus there must be like a weird angle after the fucking shit gets in the wall because it's on an outside wall. You know what I'm saying? Like the fucking outfall must be the, the drain. Is the pipe is the drain on the outside wall? No, but I think that it works its way over there. You know what I mean? Okay. I think there's a chase on the floor below me that's on the outside wall. Once so it makes a in- weird turn and it gets fucking clogged with the fucking shit is what I'm saying. I, I hear you. So last night I did four fucking treatments and it still didn't work. This morning I got up, I had a shit so bad. And the fucking thing still wasn't. And I'm like, I went and got a fucking regular wire hanger because I've already plowed my way through one of those fucking toilet snakes. I threw the last one out because I I thought that I could do it with this fucking mix of homeopathic chemicals. Now, why don't you make her do it? She's not going to do that. I mean... Got to take another shit. Yeah, but... She could. I'm the one who shits all the time. She only shits every three days. Right. So that's she's why like, her shits that way. She's laughing. At she me. doesn't care. She's laughing at me. So she's literally shitting a brick. Literally shitting a brick. But I'll tell you right now, everybody, if it does happen to you, and you don't need a snake, and this ain't from paper. This is shit. This right. This is fucking big, fucking baseball-sized fucking shit. Big old opiate tor- turd. Well, yeah, and she ain't on opiates, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, this morning I fuck. I wanted to go get my. I gotta get my fucking blood drawn. I got a fucking physical. It's a whole fucking rave. But it took me twenty more minutes to get out of the house because I had to do one more treatment down there. And lo and behold, as soon as you put and you're right, the boiling water does the final trick. Sure. And it all went down, and Daddy was able to take a fucking giant type shit before work. That's the problem. Flush while you're in the middle. Well, that's the other thing I told her. I said, from now on, really, what you have to do is when when you're halfway through shitting, flush. And then when you're done shitting, flush. Then wipe. You know what I mean? Right. Because if I got to fucking clean it up, I don't want to be fucking... I, I got to wade through all this fucking toilet paper now. You know what I mean? All I'm, And the thing is, is it really does get down there somewhere locked because... I never see any brown water or anything. It's just fucking clogged. And then all of a sudden, whoosh, it goes out down into the ocean, fucking 500 feet from my house, across from fucking. Oh, does it really? Well, I got the fucking, I got the same setup as you had. Remember, remember at your fucking office at 170 Court Street, yeah. I'm at 158, you clogged the thing with fucking toy, with flush, not so flushable wipes. Wasn't that you? Uh, I don't remember. Listen to me. I don't remember. You clogged. I'll I'll say yes. The fucking public fucking right right at the outfall at your building. There was a big clump, and you were told, everyone in the office was told, no more wipes. (laughs) Oh, you know, that could have been. uh, That's what I thought I was Could have been me. Technically, the I sort of remember now. that. I mean, yeah. this is a long time ago. It's literally the next building down. By the way, I wonder who owned this. Like, you ever look into that fucking? I know you're you're always looking for land. There's a. I think there's a buildable lot between those buildings. It's the only thing downtown that's not built up is that one fucking lot between 158 and 170. Well, there's a swamp in the middle of it. Oh, is there a swamp? Yeah, I thought it was. People have been looking at that. 
for forever. A long time. It's just not buildable. Hey, huh? if Gus hasn't bought it, it's got to be then fucked it's up. Not fucking buildable, right? Well, I think we've had a lot of fun tonight, Joe. Um, we've let's let's think of what we've learned tonight. All right, quickly. We haven't done this in a while. I'm going to tell you what we've learned tonight. We've learned that Daryl Waltrip is a smart guy. Yes. He is a smart guy. We learned something about guns, but I don't know. We learned something. Oh, we learned that experimental a- aircraft is always a bad idea. <laughs> yes. We've learned that the, the highest MPH you're probably going to hit the earth at any given time is around 125 miles an hour. We learned that Chris Rock's last special was pretty good. You, I you give it a it. thumbs up, right? Yes, I uh, do. You recommend it I anyway. Encourage it. We've learned that we continue to wonder if people are good. We've learned that climate change is real. We've learned that lefties have given themselves a license to loathe. We learned a little bit. Yeah, except the lefties don't loathe themselves. No, but they've given themselves a license to loathe everybody else. Right. Right. We're, We're all horrible except for them. We've also learned... About Frack Nation, which was a uh, response. Frack Nation, if you watched, if any of you watched the Gasland or Gasland 2 by Josh Fox, you have to watch Frack Nation. If you're interested in the truth, or at least if you're interested in an opposing point of view, you got to watch Frack Nation because it was... I I was really I believed when I watched Josh I'm like this is fucking horrible, and then I watched Frack Nation and it's like this guy's a fucking liar. Right, he's a hack. So we've learned that Josh Fox is a liar. He's a lying scumbag. Yeah, he sucks. Because anybody that lies like that for to you know to to meet some agenda, it, I, I mean you're a scumbag. Right, I just well, fuck yeah. Especially if you're getting paid. Well, I don't know if he's getting paid distribute. by anybody. But well, he's getting paid something. He's he, he making got paid a living for the movie. He's distributing he, false information. Yeah, and people are jumping up and down about the fracking. Yeah, some people are jumping up and down about the fracking yeah. due to he his should movie. be killed. He should be killed. He should, probably should be at least beaten half to death. All right, we learned that I was Jewish. By the way. We also learned that David, Randy, and Timothy may not have been all that bad of guys. That's another thing we learned. Who? Oh, Randy, David Koresh, and, uh, and Timothy Tim McVeigh. They um, may not have been all that bad. I don't know whether you can say not bad. I well, we're talking s- about good and bad. Maybe they're not that bad. They're not that good. I don't think they're they not were- all the way bad. Tim McVeigh did an evil thing. Yeah, but I was, don't think he was an evil person. Yeah, Do I don't think, think Randy th- Weaver was an evil. person. I don't think either. Randy Weaver had an evil bone in his body. By the way, David Koresh might have. David Koresh might have gotten a little evil. Yeah, but he, it didn't start out that way. Yeah, and regardless, they didn't have to. And you can say because it's it's still debated on who started the fire. It doesn't matter. You back these people into a corner, and they they either you either they either lit it up. I mean, they were running a fucking tank with a 
with a big fucking thing in the front of it. A ram, yeah. Running it in and out of their house and yep. shit. So they thought the end was near, and either the government lit it up or they did. It doesn't really matter. doesn't matter. As far as I'm concerned, the government killed those people. They sure did. And it didn't have to happen. So I also learned tonight that uh, I continue to love to hang out with you and talk to you. I love it. Of course. I look forward to this it. This is wonderful. I look forward. You know, most people look forward at the end of the day to just getting the fuck home. I can't wait to get here for the fucking podcast on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Podcast is great. So much fun, right? And we're going to do it Thursday, and we're going to keep this schedule. Yeah, just don't get sick anymore. But see, we're both getting older, and you know what happens to old guys? You get sick once in a while, man. That's nah, not true. It's true, man. The older you get, the you, you know what? Yeah, you know what I'm saying. We I ain't do. fucking 30 anymore, man. 30's long gone. Fucking, we're closer to 100 than 30, I think. No. Yeah, I am. <laughs> closer to 80 than 30 anyway. Oh, that's true. Closer to 80 than 30, is that right? What do you think of that? Dude? I, Definitely no. 70. 75. Seven. I mean, that's craziness I'm right there. I'm 24 years past 30. By the way, 70 doesn't seem that fucking old all of a sudden, does it? No matter, well, 50 seemed old to me when I was 30. And then when you turn yeah, 50, you're right. you go, wow, 50's not that well, when old. When you turn 40, 50 ain't that old. So, I don't know. It is what it is. I'm turning 50 in like three months, man. There I don't you know, go, baby. I, I'm not even saying I'm not going to make a big deal about it. But what I'm telling you is, in the fucking spirit of honesty and openness, I'm not that fucking excited about it. I don't blame you. You know what I mean? 50 is a weird age because it's like... You're really not young. Beginning of the end, man. You're really not young when you hit 50. 40, I remember turning 40. You and my wife and I, we all went out to to the marina. Down at the marina. That that was when you were 40. That was a long time ago. I know. 12, 10 years. Didn't you have a 50th birthday? 14 years. You had a 50th. I had a 50th here. It's fucking awful. Like I already told you, cat. I made a video the other night. I, t- I made a make a video to show all my family. It said, under no fucking circumstances is there going to be a fucking 50th birthday party, all right? Right. Everybody just fucking relax, buy an s- extra six-pack or something, and have a drink on me. But there will be no fucking bash, God damn it. Yeah. Whatever. All right, dude. All right, honey. It's been a pleasure. It's always a pleasure, Joe. Been a pleasure being with you, audience. My name is Al. His name is Joe. Together we're kind of right, and we will see you next time.